This time of year is so exciting. Fresh pencils, fancy pens, empty exercise books, Freshers' Week, the first sight of that Christmas shortbread in the shops, and Strictly giving us a reason to haul ourselves through Q4. And we'll be with you every increasingly confident step of the way. That's not the actual theme, but we'll just keep rolling along. Hello and welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Meg. Hello. Elliot. Hello. Emily. Hello. And Vicky. Hey. We are your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated and super, super organised source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We are not neutral, we aren't always polite, but we do love a journey. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at keepdancingpod. And we're on a bunch of different platforms now, all the usual um, podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube... And there's a website at keepdancingpodcast.com where we'll be archiving the procs of the week. And if you enjoy what you hear, please tell your friends about the podcast. Whether they watch Strictly or not, I mean, they'll get something out of it anyway. So, guys, um, we're doing this thing again. How is everybody? Because, really good because no, me and Meg are on holiday together in Whitby and so I'm podcasting right into her face which is not how we normally do this we already had the launch show Meg and Vicky you weren't able to make of the launch show is there any sort of statements that you would like to commit to pod before we launch into the uh, analysis this week I just feel like the camera lingered a lot on Jamie which was really unfortunate and kind of made me snigger a little bit each time but other than that mainly just opinions about Motsi and Kevin which you all are very familiar with (laughs) (laughs) and we'll be getting lots more opinions on Motsi and Kevin throughout (laughs) the night but one thing that we did forget to mention in the launch show and one thing that Strictly also forgot to mention in the launch show was fantastic new pro Nancy yes who was conveniently ignored in the main show last night. Yeah, so um, I guess we'll be seeing her throughout the series in the pro numbers and popping up in the background in musicals week and stuff. And hopefully she'll be as charismatic as so many of the other pros that haven't got celebs. At least, at least as charismatic. Yes. Right, let's play a bumper and then we'll start rattling through these 15 incredibly long dancers. Dancing a quick step that fizzes, bubbles and pops like pretend Prosecco, it's Alex Scott and her partner Neil. So Neil finally gets a partner and they do just seem to be having terrific fun. 
and it's usually quite a good omen to get sent out first on the launch show, especially if you're doing a fast dance. Yeah, it's normally proof that they can trust you. To, to competent deli competently deliver something. Yes. And, and that she did. That she did. There you go then. Fine. So Alex and Neil doing, I suppose, probably the most classy variant of the job-themed dance where the song has the word kick in it. She used to be a footballer and then they mentioned nothing else. This is my preferred version. I don't know, Emily had feelings about that. Anyway, we'll get to that later. So I thought this was, this was perfectly competent and really enjoyable to watch. They've got a sweet connection. The song's a proper quick step song and Alex looked amazing and lovely to see Neil uh, working it out in a suit but 20? Yeah, mm. for week one for week one it was what you would expect and you know, to sound like Darcy for a minute because I might have been lying to you and to be about her dress and I really did love what Alex lo looked like and what she wore last night I thought it was really lovely especially the blue going into the sort of white slash green feathers I thought that was lovely the only issue I saw is that she wasn't holding her top line up herself because every time she dropped down, her arms and shoulders went down and up with her knees. Uh, so she just needs to get stronger in her core and her back and just hold herself and she'll be fine. But Moxie and Shirley both mentioned it. And then when the marks came in, it was a bit, I was a bit stunned. It's like, okay, they're, they're being constructive, but they're also being very brutal with their marks this year, it seems like. I, the, the first few, like, everybody before Saffron got a sort of, oh, brave new world of sensible scoring yeah. score. Yeah, and then Saffron came in and went, oh, this is loosely scripted reality entertainment television. Let's do whatever. Vicky, what did you reckon to Alex? Um, uh, yeah, I agree. It was exactly the kind of standard you expect from week one. Her frame was a little loose, but on the whole, loved the routine that Neil choreographed. I thought it was, it was, it really showed her off well. Um, and I know everyone's mentioned it, but she looked so nice. I couldn't stop actually looking at her. And I thought to myself, if I ever do Strictly, <laughs> I'd love to look as nice as she did. Um, that's all I could think about. The, the moment of faltering on the steps in front of the judge's podium was a weird moment of Strictly looking incredibly cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah. The stairs kind of bouncing themselves as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like, get, get some stronger nails or Gorilla Glue, guys. Come on, you've got the budget, surely. It's all just... I'll get Annika to do some phone calls. <laughs> it's all just thin sheets of MDF. Yeah, I thought the step choreography was quite ambitious. Um... That is the sort of thing you're gonna get yourself tangled up over. Um, but she did well, and she she didn't hide it as well as she will learn to. But I didn't think she made a total uh, mess of it. it was, I really enjoyed the the dance overall. By the time we got to Mike Bushell scoring twenty three, I was feeling silently outraged about the whole situation. Yeah. 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 Uh, but next week where she definitely won't be going on first and where she'll probably be given uh, some Latin to do is when the televote comes in. Uh, so another amazing frock, another nice bit of Neil fun routine and we'll be getting her through. I don't think she needs to worry about being in the dance-off. No. No. Nah, not yet. Just, just a final point. Do you think it's a bit weird that they also put a brand new pro in to open the show as well? Because obviously this is Neil's first dance. He's waited four years. So I just thought that was a bit 
weird because surely he was going to be nervous as well. No, no. Does Neil get nervous? Side note: Neil sent a really sweet tweet out either last night or, the, or this morning about, "Oh, thanks for all the nice comments, um, but it's not all about me. It's about my like wonderful partner Alex or something like that," which I thought was a very nice sentiment compared to some people. Um. <laughs> There's actual heart hands in this cottage kitchen. Um, yeah, and uh, Alex has been using her match of the day um, uh, lanyard to uh, get Neil a nice hello message from Jordan Henderson. So, <laughs> so yeah, Aww. it's lovely. Right, okay, so that was Alex and Neil, who I don't know whether they are uh, podcast mascots this year or not. They're, they're sort of approaching that status. Let's move on. Dancing the cha-cha-cha and taking a DNA test where it turns out he is 100% that bitch, it's Chris Ramsey and his partner Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that joke. <laughs> okay, so in terms of how the songs get doled out, Somebody was always going to be dancing to Juice. Yes. Yes. What do we think about the comedian and Karen getting Juice? Uh, I think it plays more into Karen's personality now more than Chris's because that song is pretty much about owning it and being like, it's not my fault, I'm so great sort of thing. But she seems to be like, how Karen is, you know, more power to her. It is not. So Karen's it was weird. That she's so great. She is no, so it was weird. Chris getting that. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit yeah. weird for Chris getting that. Okay. You know, that that would be like a Michelle song or you know a diva, not a dad dancer who admits he shouldn't be really on this program. <laughs> The only made, the only big issue I had with it w- was Rule One of Latin, which he did heel lead from the start and he didn't stop. But he was trying really hard. You could see where Karen has worked for him, what they've been working on, because he re- was really committed to it and was confident what in the steps he was doing. He was just doing the steps wrong. <laughs> and I thought this was quite harshly marked because, okay, yes, heel leads are quite a big slap on the wrist, but he wasn't terrible. How do you, how do you, when you're learning Latin, stop doing a heel lead? Like, how do you, if you, uh, you're going into dancing and you're sort of, you're not really aware of what part of your foot you're walking on, how do you train somebody to not do heel leads? Beatings. I would say, like, things that was almost like you're tiptoeing, so you put your toe first, you leave the front of your foot, not the back of your foot. So then obviously that part's going to go first and then the rest of your foot goes down forward with your heel landing last. But you're just like sliding onto it and pushing instead of, instead of like just going clump. So a bit like what sense. Amy was showing Karen in the training yeah. uh, footage on Instagram where she was getting him to really push into the ground. Pretty much. Car- um, Chris just needs to spend two hours with Amy. Oh God, can you imagine Amy and Karen working on Chris? Oh, the poor lad would not get out alive. <laughs> I can't remember, was he wearing appropriate shoes in practice? Let me consult no. the spreadsheet. I don't think so. I think that's why he was so flat-footed. Because, I mean, obviously, I I am not 
I don't do Latin or ballroom, although I'm attempting to drag my husband to it. Um, I'm a tap dancer. And I started off in basic tap shoes, which have a, a heel, but it's low. And then I went up to proper tap shoes, which have a heel. And it's astounding how quickly I learned not to heel lead in tap when I moved into those shoes because I was forced forward. And I feel like that might not have helped if he was wearing flat shoes in practice. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like the shoes were designed to help the dance. Well, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> Quite. Uh, Meg, I ha- the settings are now changed. You can back off the mic. Okay, sorry. The costuming and theming. So they were supposed to be in New York on a street. I was deeply oh. upset by that jacket. Deeply upset. Why wouldn't a jacket not have a back in it, though? Like, what makes what makes something a jacket? <laughs> it was upset. Apparently, the shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> the eighties called. Like, I mean, topologically, it was a jacket <laughs> from the front. <laughs> but sometimes you're a bit warm, and you don't need all of the back of a jacket. It's like. Um, you know, sometimes people have gilets. But a gilet covers your body, it just doesn't have sleeves. Maybe she just had cold arms. It was upsetting. The torso was clearly fine because she was wearing a lime green lace body, so... Uh... So, you know, yeah. well insulated there. <laughs> just the arms. And then Chris's shirt. Oh, I would Chris's be shocked to get something like that very similar in his own personal closet. Because it was just, where do you look? <laughs> Is that what you wear when you're failing at stand-up? <laughs> but maybe the message of this is that Chris is not 100% that bitch, but Karen is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Chris will become that bitch. He might become 50% of that bitch. I think that's a goal he can the- strive towards. Vicky? Aside from the jacket, I don't know. I thought I thought this was quite undermarked, really. I, you know, he's not great, but he's uh, it wasn't terrible, and he We're was trying very hard. Um, most interesting thing else I can think to say is that on Instagram I saw Karen's boyfriend singing an operatic version of Juice, which I really enjoyed. Yes. Oh my god, I've well not seen that. What? <laughs> this is funny to listen to as soon as this is over. What? Yeah, go straight on her Insta stories. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, The thing with Juice, though, it is one of those cross-generational ones. I think it's one of the few songs that they've been playing across all of the music-playing BBC stations because they play it on Six Music, Mm -hmm. it's been on Radio 1, and they can get away with it on some Radio 2 shows. The really late-night ones. No, during the day. Like Strictly, it's one of those things where they're saying, oh, it's, it can go across all of the demographics and maybe they're hoping for Chris Ramsey to cut through all the demographics. I don't know, I'm reaching. Dancing the Viennese waltz while committing to vomiting in a loving and romantic way, it's Kath Tildesley and her partner, Johannes. Johannes! <laughs> South Africa represents! <laughs> I just really feel quite heavily that Kath is one of us. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel particularly connected to Kath because she's a northern lass 
and I am an honorary Northern lass. I'm also South African, so I'm always going to be Team Johannes. Woo! And Team Moti, obviously, but, you know. Viennese to 70s stuff hasn't always... Oh, it's 60s. It, Viennese to... Viennese in polyester mm. hasn't always gone well on Strictly. No. The build-up of friction can be quite horrendous. <laughs> the sparks are <laughs> not always the right kind. But I don't know. It feels a little bit like it was a really nice introduction to their vibe, but also if that was the choice they were going to make on their Viennese, I'm quite glad they've got it out of their way. Yeah. Yeah. Because as much as I love Johannes and Catherine, I wanted to love this dance. I didn't. I got slightly bored, sadly. There was just... I mean, her frame was nice. They moved around the floor nicely. But it was just a bit, for me, meh. And, you know, if this was a night where there was going to be a dance-off, I do think she would have been in danger because, you know, she didn't score great. It wasn't exactly memorable when she was, you know, dance three of 15 of a very long show. Yeah. For me, very little stuck about this dance. Yeah, I agree with you, Elliot. Um, I don't remember an awful lot. I'm a little bit disappointed that was, like, Johannes' opening number on the show because uh, I think he's way more fabulous than that, to be honest. They are going to clearly be a riot on It's Takes Two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I am looking forward to that. And I'm, I'm, hope- I'm hoping for, like, a salsa next week so they can just really just explode and, like, show us who they really are. Yeah. That'll work out. I want Sassy Johannes every week, basically. I mean, he is the South African Latin champion, isn't he? So, yes, they are going to absolutely smack us in the face with some Latin next week. I mean, the main thing I loved about this routine was Tess, like, thoroughly mumming her at the end. Oh, yes, it was like a sink bucket. (laughs) Yeah, it was a cross between mum and, like, the girl that adopts you on a night out in a club when you're feeling really sick. <laughs> but while she's throwing always... seriously in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. The test boss bot is learning to love. <laughs> <laughs> it's developing feelings. Oh, that could oh, be dangerous. But yeah, so it's fine. It will be fine. But we hoped for more. And we think we're going to get it. Dancing the tango whilst taking a break from making so much content. It's Saffron Barker and her partner, AJ. I couldn't be bothered to write a joke. (laughs) What was this even? This tango brought to you by Tinder. Jesus Christ. Was it? It was like the whole matching and her swiping thing. I'm guessing that's what they went for, isn't it? I don't it's know. A, it's a thing that the young people, people do, do with their phones. Um, can, what's can, sorry, can, can I make one point watching this back? The AJ she matched with wasn't in the a, the clothing that AJ wore on stage. If they're going to go with like he's a, something that just appears next to her as a dance match, at least be in the same bloody outfit. What about <laughs> if right if we're going with Saffron does app themed dancers? At some point, he's going to have to get into a Deliveroo cube and be <laughs> or an Uber driver. No, no, and be birthed out of a Deliveroo cube. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
um, because the young people do the things with their phones. The Uber driver's going to go like, it's that thing where you're looking at it on the app and you're like, your driver's there and you're like, I'm here. And then your driver's like five miles away doing like a Yui and you're like, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> that was kind of how I felt about this dance. I felt that it was not good to look at regardless of whether she was actually doing things correctly or not. It just made me feel very uncomfortable. I wanted the glittery sick it, bucket. <laughs> it, it was very manic once they started moving. That was my issue. Like, they needed moments to, like, sort of, like, breathe and stop, and they didn't. And my biggest issue is that her right arm was locked straight, which is my biggest bugbear for the female in, in ballroom dancing, and she wasn't letting AJ put her head out. Like, she instantly was told, she was also told, put your head out. So she was doing it herself because you could see herself doing it because AJ's body wasn't turning to put her head out. So she was leading herself, basically. So why the judges felt this deserves three sevens, two of it from Shirley and Motsi, I kind of looked at them just like, what have you been drinking and can I have some, please? They've booked her for something crucial and she cannot be allowed to fail. Um, but, but she's going to fail because I don't think she's going to connect to the public. The the VT where she had to try to explain to AJ in words that an AJ could understand what her job was. Were any of you the, any the wiser? Well, look, no, no. someone sat there going, AJ's a vlogger now because of Joe last year, he started doing his own video. So he understands what talking to a camera is. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's not know, like it was like Geo or Gorka or someone. It's AJ who understands this sort of world. <laughs> but he had to pretend to not understand while she pretended to explain to him. And I think it was a very challenging acting role for everybody concerned. She makes yeah, I mean, so make much it, content. You, you can... Oh, is, is AJ the new Pasha of acting? Now Pasha's gone. <laughs> oh, Christ. He's got. He's a man of many talents. If you he's can't be, be the next age, if you of can't Anton. be the pasha of dancing, be the pasha of acting. <laughs> be the pasha in your soul. <laughs> I do miss pasha. Come back, pasha. Well, no. We love you, pasha. Well, we trained AJ for pasha. <laughs> Every day, all day long. Was this I, song too fast? I think it was for yes. someone at her level. And she was galumphing around a bit. Like, the, AJ needed to have done something about the way she stood up from that twirly bit on the floor because that, that was... Oh. That was like me getting up off the floor. <laughs> a bit like, oh, I should have worn wedges. <laughs> yeah, or like, oh, I'm glad I've got shorts on under my dress. It, you know, it... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it really stuck out for me. And uh, poor AJ's face, with all this wax of her hair, again, again, again. You're showing genuine sympathy for AJ. This I know. is weird. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Uh, have we all, have we all uh, fired in on this? No, I don't think we've heard from Vicky. I think we can we hear from Vicky? Vicky? We can hear from Vicky. Can you? Vicky was muted. Yes. Um, yeah, I think the main reason the judges thought this was good was because it was very fast and she just happened to keep up, which I think was sort of by accident. Um, 
and I, th- I, th- I feel like she will be exposed very shortly. Um, and regarding the VT, there was a moment where she said, oh, it's nice that I can show AJ the fun side of my job. And I'm like, what part of your job is not fun? Like, I've watched some of her videos out of research and it was like, oh, I've let my nan buy my clothes for a week. Ha ha ha. Like, yeah, it's very serious. So um, maybe, maybe no, deal no. with sponsors. It was a line when she said, I'm just a... Oh, sorry, it's just a line when she said, I'm your average 19-year-old girl. Saffron, what part of your life is average for a 19-year-old? <laughs> Is she 19? She's born in 2000. Yeah. Oh, my she's God. 19. <laughs> she's... Ah. I thought she seemed maybe, maybe like she was older than that, but never mind. Sorry, I, I've got freshers coming in that were born in 2000, and I don't know where we're going to put them because we don't have any nursery facilities. <laughs> anyway, in the corner. We're not hating on the young. The young are lovely. It's not, it's not the young. It's just I don't appreciate the it's, time has moved it's, on. It's the passage of time, isn't it? The passage of time should uh, get, Stop. In the, get in the seat. <laughs> Dancing the jive, or at least giving it a good and hoping it stays down, it's Mike Bushell and his partner Katya. Oh, right, okay, <laughs> let, let's let Emily have her two minutes hate and then we'll do the review. Emily, take it away. The thing, the thing is, it's such an irrational hatred, that's what I don't understand because he's totally inoffensive in any every single way, in, logically, but actually watching him makes me rage it's not like I, I don't understand the need for this I'm a chirpy chappy oh I'm a dad I'm a dad so I must be a dad dancer oh stop it just calm down and learn to dance I just it just it really got my back up um yeah but lovely for him he did very well yay <laughs> Damning with faint praise. Such sincerity. <laughs> Craig, is that you? No. <laughs> I see Emily's got my inexplic- an inexplicable grudge this year. <laughs> no, exactly. is, this, is this me and Charles Ben, but just Emily and Mike Bushell? <laughs> I don't often develop an inexplicable grudge, and it's not as bad as the one against he who shall not be named. Um, but, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> So, yeah, so, so as Meg and I and our friend Jen were uh, coming down from Whitby Abbey, uh, we just left, you know, spooky goth central Whitby Abbey and we walked past this ice cream van and this guy, who, the ice cream van operator whispers to us, ice cream. Oh, the North is great. <laughs> the North is wonderful and creepy all at once. Uh, but yeah, is there anything that we can usefully say about Mike's jive? Um, no, I have no. two points about this. One, why did it become like a ballad halfway through? Like, what was the bloody point? Because um, it wasn't funny. You're too young <laughs> to understand about jive, Bonnie Elliot. Clearly. And Katya, we saw you become a pretzel with Sean last year, so come up with a different move. Don't tell me she's ran out of moves already. Oh, it was a bit when he almost dropped her, I think. Was the, uh, yeah, <laughs> the rumour not that Neil was the source of some of the catchy moves? 
Well, yeah, I, they are like show dance champions together, so I'm they do it all together. I'm assuming, but Catcher must have more than to recycle it, or I I don't know. Maybe maybe he just couldn't do a new one. Maybe, but, but I mean, you only really need to achieve the combo on the controller to get a special move on a televote week. There's no point them doing anything really special on a judge-only week. It's also possible yeah. that she doesn't anticipate he'll be around long enough to learn any more special moves and thought, I'm doing one. Meg! <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to have to put a squeaky toy noise over that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can reset it without that. that no, helps. it's fine. Oh. <laughs> and, and one final thing. Darn it. How on, how on earth did three of the judges think this is better than Alex or Chris? Like... What did he do that was actually technically better than Alex or Chris? Well, he came oh, out and gave it a go. <laughs> I can uh. only assume that they upped something that should have gone to Bruno to everyone else. <laughs> I, I want to like this partnership. I don't think I'm going to at the minute. And this jive was on par with Katie and Gorkas last year. The difference is Katie was really adorable and gave it a good go. Mike was just flinging his limbs about and seeing what happened. So I'm giving it to Halloween at an absolute maximum at the minute. Well, he's not going to make it till Halloween. It's a long evening. <laughs> not, if it, not if Millie has anything to do with it. <laughs> it's a long evening. We have to, we have to, we have to move. Dancing the cha-cha and doing normal, regular household chores like hosing down rhinos, it's Viscountess Emma Weymouth and her partner, Ali Ash. Ali Ash doing the rhinos with the mud. That was so cute. And feeding the giraffe. Oh, Ali, Ash, Ali Ash with the animals. Vi- vote Viscountess for Ali Ash with a different animal every week. Yes! <laughs> I mean, I do love a giraffe. Oh, no, I just really love giraffes. I what would what would be your favourite animal to have Aliash cuddle? A badger. I would. Mm, no, mm. they've got really they're really bitey. <laughs> I'd say a meerkat, but I've been near them recently and they stink to high heaven. Yeah. Um... Ooh, capybara, capybara. Oh! How many capybaras? I think you know. I'm gonna keep it vanilla. I would like to see Aliash uh, feeding sugar lumps to quite a small pony. Yes, oh, that is oh, pretty cute. A micro pony. I, I think I might want. I would probably go for Aliash cuddling a painted dog puppy. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, Vicky. <laughs> Um, maybe a little koala. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the dancing, Vicky, how was that? Oh, yeah, that. Oh, and what happened? (laughs) Um, her dress was very nice, and, um... I actually no, she was very elegant actually, and I thought Ali had done a good job of teaching her because um in the launch show dance I thought she looked a little bit wild and a little bit awkward, so they'd refine that quite a little bit. Um, and I think she'll be quite good at ballroom actually. So yeah, strong, steady. She's in, she's in my top three for being the destroyer this year. Mm. The song, we, though. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Song. She's a lady is kind of a Ooh. trash song. Um, 
which it's best not to look at the lyrics or think about it too hard and it's it's done it's over now yeah i, I will I can't say use it again i i think i've got three things about this one i want her fun hat two i'm going to the wrong garden parties because none of mine end up in people dancing in cha-chas and i'm a dancer and three i want her to be a bit more wild especially with her three arm because it was so placed it was like it was stuck so it's like she wanted to put it out but was scared it was going to be wild so I sort of like restricted it but that then made it look like she was nervous so that might have just been a sort of an overcorrection for week one and you know you can't be too good in week one it's dangerous mm. yeah I people mean, hate it that gets you into Alexander Berg territory we hate it I <laughs> but I I have really warmed her as a person. She does seem really sweet, polite, and just lovely. So I think they're just going to be a lovely, competent couple going forward. They may be this year's Spain Giovanni, where if you can rely on one couple to, like, steady the madness, it will be Emma and Alias. Until he dresses up like a bunny or a fox or a koala, because he likes to dress up. Also, I've been reading about how vile the family she's married into have been to her, and um, I'm I'm getting a lot of sympathy for her. Mm. Dancing the tango and making us all think about finally booking that osteopath appointment is James Cracknell and his partner, Luba. Oh, no. Oh, this hurts so much. Poor Luba. He really moves like he's in a lot of pain. Yeah, that's the sad thing. He looks in serious pain and there's nothing they can do about it, like, posture-wise. Like, if he's in pain, he's in pain. Which makes me think, why, why has he signed up for this? Like, did he not think that a dancing competition about ballroom dancing where they talk about posture a lot is not good some of the bad facts. And also, did he not think Luba, a dance champion, would have strong elbows and shoulders and a core to do rowing? Seriously, James? The other thing is that they've not really mentioned at all in any of the promo around Strictly is that he is just on his way back from a traumatic brain injury. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even know that till then. He was hit by a truck while cycling across the US. And I don't know whether that's connected to like the back pain thing. Well, but it wouldn't have helped. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it, I can't imagine it would have helped. But um, yeah, oh. it sort of it feels really unfair to put him through a strictly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he was like the really painful handbag that Luba was dancing around at some points. I mean, like Shirley said, the steps he was doing weren't bad. It's just because he couldn't, like, get his weight forward or really commit to them. They just looked really laboured. So if he didn't have this back pain, he would, he would be fantastic. And it's, and it's just such a shame. And, you know, just for his own health and safety, I kind of... I don't want to say eliminate him, but I just feel like the longer he stays in, it may get worse. But people might vote for him because they, it's so bad. Like, they, I don't know... Side note, Luba's, Luba's skirt was fantastic and I would happily take out the pins and that and have it as a carpet or like a feature wall in my house because that gold skirt was fantastic. I just, I'm, we were discussing this like earlier with the people who we're on holiday with who are not involved in this podcast um, and they were like, how did he get past the insurance for <laughs> Strictly? I mean, he's had a, he's had a TBI recently He's clearly in agonising pain. <laughs> how did this? 
how? I don't. <laughs> well, I'd, sorry, Vicky. No, I genuinely don't really think he realised. I don't think he thought about the dancing part, and I, I say that because, like, sorry, to, when I spoke to him, he he all he talked about was like, oh yeah, it's really fun, like hanging out with my like these new friends I've got, and like we they hadn't been partnered up yet, and his approach to it was very much like, oh, it's like going to school where there's like loads of pretty girls in the class, and I was just like, you don't realise there's dancing coming up. Um, yeah, a punishing um, agonising pain. <laughs> Oh, bless him. Um, well, I, I hope he gets some good experiences out of it. And if he's enjoying the social side <laughs> and it's getting him back on the TV and restarting his media work, then all power to him. But if it's, I, like, breaking him, that's not great. I wouldn't say that what we I, saw I, on I, Saturday night was exactly like a showreel to use for booking purposes. <laughs> no. No. Unless you're I, just going to make him sit down carefully. <laughs> I, I am scared for his Latin because that is a lot of that requires a lot of hip and back fluidity, which not being harsh with his age or anything, I just don't think he can physically do. So depending on what you've got, the producers may mark him to be an easy out, and that's not fair on Luba. We've waited four years for Luba, and Luba was yeah. fabulous, and she's doing her best. She's working so hard and like overcoming this, and she's being fabulous. And I mean, he's giving it a good damn go as well, but. He just physically can't do it. That's the issue. Like, he's in just too much pain, but he's obviously too proud to say it. But you can just see it. Well, he's an Olympian. They, like, quite regularly take themselves up to and beyond the pain barrier. So he may not recognise himself that he's, he may do himself damage. Dancing the Samba and just showing off, frankly, it's Kelvin Fletcher and his partner, Oti. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh my. This is very much Oti putting her tanks on everybody's lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jamie Lang couldn't have done that. No. Nope. With all nope. the will in the world. He, he could have tried. It would have looked very awkward and sad. But yeah, this was incredible. Definitely with a broken foot. I'm really interested in the reasons why Kelvin was a reserve. And not in yes. the main pick. Mm. <laughs> was he too good? Like, did they he, think he was too yeah, much of a ringer? They, they've clearly got their winning marks, and Kelvin's changed that well, now. He clearly is too. Well, much. he clearly is too much. He's he's definitely too much of a ringer. Um, but I've also heard reservations about his character. Really? Yeah. It's a bad, bad. bad. Is it, I, I'm not familiar, so. Um, are we allowed? People who people who are familiar with backstage in soap have, t- have have said stuff to me, and I don't know. Like he mainly seems to be just really into doing his rally driving and not much else. Vroom vroom cars. I mean, I like a vroom vroom car. Um, everybody's sort of still a bit poleaxed by um by Oti coaxing somebody into doing that as a week one samba yeah. that man can move his pecs independently it's just what <laughs> I mean I don't think Oti coaxed him into it Oti told him he was doing that and he had no option are you scared and of like, me <laughs> I did love Oti's carnival goldfish orange realness dress I mean that was beautiful as well but it shouldn't have worked it, it shouldn't have worked nobody else could have worn that no no 
effect. On anyone it, else, that would have been you've pissed off the wardrobe. It was just... It was just... Amazing. The only thing that made me laugh at the beginning was obviously you know, when they did that sort of like up-down arm thing before they did the shimmy. When, when, Je- when Kelvin did it on his own, it kind of like he was about to imitate the Karate Kids. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> But then, Wax in, tr- Wax off. in true OT fashion, it worked, it was fabulous, and of course now OT owns the title of the best week one Samba, and the best Samba ever. Of course she does. Mm. She just owns the Samba now, it's hers. Yeah, she owns the Samba. It sent me straight to YouTube to rewatch um her Samba she did with Danny Mac. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm reserving judgement on Kelvin. Um... Incidentally, Vicky, I really liked your other half's tweet. <laughs> what did laugh. he say? Um, uh, Kelvin uh, from Oldham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, if he gets OT to the final, and hopefully to the glitter ball, then, you Long, know, I'm, I'm... Long live Kelvin from Oldham. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything more than uh, we that we can say about that other than that we hope his ballroom shirts don't have quite as much nippleage? Oh, it was like the bat suit. It was like a Joel Schumann bat suit. I mean, was he was very on. he was very loose and three and at times manic almost. So I want mm. to see him do the polar opposite next week just to see if he can do both sides. I want him to do a foxtrot on American Smith, something where he has to be really disciplined. Mm. I think what what he's quite a good example of, and in his training VT, where you could see that he does a lot of work in his pants, sort of <laughs> using his body as a sort of an artistic element in his acting work. Unlike some of the other uh, men that come on to Strictly, they aren't really in touch with their body and they've never thought about how they move their body. They don't go any further than the shoulders. Yeah, whereas Kelvin thinks about his body a lot. Yes, you can tell. Yes, Independent yes. peck movement. Um, and, yeah, the it's not Twitter was... not something you fo- find out by accident, is it? No. no. Twitter was fine. It was thinking a lot about Kelvin's body last night as well. Do you want a really nice, um, really, a really nice circle of life showbiz thing? You may have seen the tweet. It wasn't mine, but because um, Jamie Jamie Lang had to pull out and was replaced by Kelvin. Kelvin then had to pull out of Panto that he was booked into this Christmas. And guess who Kelvin has been replaced by in Panto? Kevin from Grimsby. Robin Windsor. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> tonally, tonally, the show is now quite different, but I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Yes. <laughs> Dancing the foxtrot and thanking his lucky stars that this competition doesn't have VAR, it's David James and his partner, Nadia. So, one thing I've noticed as uh, somebody who lives in Scotland is that uh, everybody in this year's Strictly is English or American. There's sort of not really any, and and, and now for viewers in Scotland moments. um, uh, Or Northern Ireland. Or Wales, even. Wales always gets like so, that. So, like, Amy. going, yay England, bit of a choice, like... It's a choice that would pass a majority ballot, but like it's not the most inclusive of choices. Um, and 
I think I wish that they'd have had the the guts to go with an actual nineties goalie top because yeah. some of those, they, oh. they strobe. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't really do the football, yeah. uh, but the goalie with the long hair. David Seaman. David Seaman. David Seaman. I. I. The the neon green. Is still emblazoned in my eyeballs. Uh, from the 90s. There were some that were like neon vomit. So you know, <laughs> jazzy, jazzy, jazzy yeah. is the word and I would use. Usually quilted, yeah. if you remember. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so so they don't get cold. So a fox trot to three lions. How did it go? It wasn't a total car crash, but at the start, David James definitely had the look of, I'm on the wrong show, someone save me, staring down the camera. <laughs> I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't no bottoms bad. were eaten, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he just did a lot of holding Nadia as she twirled about, so. But the thing yeah. is, though, what, what David achieved with Nadia is actually quite realistic for a beginner fox. Yes. Uh, on the first week, I thought he 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 moved through the steps. He wasn't dancing them yet, but because he was only moving through them quite often, it meant that he was performing them to a slightly higher degree than what some of the other celebrities did this week. That was very diplomatic. Thank you. Occasionally, I manage it. <laughs> I just think he was slightly doomed. Going after Kelvin, anyone following that was somewhat doomed as well, so I did feel a bit from having to follow that. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I'm getting increasingly concerned by how generally kind of absent Nadia feels. Like, I really want to get to know her, but she just doesn't say anything, and I don't know what to do with that. It's been four years. (laughs) I still know nothing. She's just very excited and very pleased, and yes, it's great. Uh, but yeah, she just needs she just needs like one gimmick, mm. something, anything. I did find it quite funny when David James started talking to her about like um, the '96 World Cup, you know, like like she gives. Her and she was just what, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was, and he was just dead behind the eyes, glassed over, just thinking about what am I going to do tonight when this training session's over? Yeah. Like she was maybe not she's bothered. like really good at making pastry. <laughs> Maybe she is a flower arranger. Maybe she's really good at marquetry. Maybe she's just really private and doesn't want to give her whole personality over to the telly program she works well, for. That is that is a good point, but <laughs> you you could make up what like one thing and oh, have yeah. that stand in as your character. Yeah. Yeah, have a have a I mean, Karen's made food things for seven years. Yeah, she could she could leave a, a carefully constructed character lying around for us to find. Yeah, but, you know, she's here, she's having a nice time. Yeah. Good. Dancing a cha-cha that had everything except a rose petal wig reveal. It's Michelle Visage and her partner, Giovanni. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Queen. This is still my line. <laughs> <laughs> this was everything. Oh, she was fantastic from the from the start. 
Love it. I mean, we right, we knew that if Michelle Visage was going to have one strictly skill, it was going to be just selling whatever yeah. she's doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, it wasn't just that. It was like, it was very a very competent routine. There were so many basic steps and like basic figures thrown together. It was very competitive. And like, because they just worked on pure basic, she had like the snapping of the leg and the hip action mm-hmm. and you know, the using of the three arm, like all the little details that strictly kind of ignore now because they're too busy about theming and production, all this. Like Gio literally stripped it back to the pure basics of dance. And that's what made this work and made it score a 30 because it was nothing complicated. It was nothing showy because he knew he had a partner that would do that herself she he didn't she didn't need a proper gimmick she just worked so hard and it worked and you know anyone who's able to get mozzi out of her seat halfway through a performance well done to them <laughs> also i think you know joe knew that there's there's no point in going showy in week one with no televote when you've got someone who can handle showy yeah just get some points banked yep and I actually watched back this and then watched Faye's cha-cha because she did it in week one as well. And it was the same sort of thing. Like, it was a very basic routine with one element that was Faye, which was the tragedy dance, and then it was just more basic. So this is just clearly Dio's path of, let's just get the basic figures right, and then we'll worry about, you know, the public later on. And I do just love how Michelle is now, you know, putting dancing harder than childbirth. (laughs) Yes. Twice. I I also think because she is the Craig of RuPaul Drag Race. Um, she kind of has that that sort of uh, above view of what she's doing and whether and what people are going to say about it, which I think helps her a lot in focusing on what she needs to work on, if that makes sense. And psychologically, that's going to be a big advantage. Mm. Knowing the, the shape of a reality TV you show with a panel... Incidentally, I would love to see Craig on UK Drag Race. Instead of AJ and Curtis. Which, what? (laughs) Those queens would eat them alive. It's quite weird seeing Michelle Visage not cinched into an outfit. Because obviously she's got to not be fully cinched to be able to move. But the DSI are creating the cinching illusion with the trim, which is pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. I did. I did love that, like, almost magenta on her. That was really lovely. Mm. And I did love how her hair was slipped back into that long ponytail as well. I thought from head to toe and from start to finish, this just was just such a complete outfit, idea, dance. Like, it was just so fully realised and you could tell. And like Kelvin, I just want to see now she can pull that off in the ballroom where she is going to be with Gio and doesn't have the three reign to, you know, use her Michelleisms and all that just to get through it. I, it was quite a slow cha-cha, so I'm also interested in how she handles the likes of like a jive or a salsa when it's going to be a bit more punchy. But I'm really happy she was so strong because you know, she is someone I've, I was praying for the last month she was good, and she was. So, yay. It was one of the few routines from Strictly that I think you could see immediately in like a competition world. It was very clear. Yeah. Mm. It was well even like you know like i said like the hair everything about michelle's dancing and look was competition ready and that dress will be bought when it goes on sale at dsi and we will see it at a dance competition 
dancing the foxtrot and begging and pleading with you to listen to BBC Sounds, it's Dev Griffin and his partner, Diane. Uh, I mean, it happened. It, it, it happened. It was a thing. Steps were danced. If we're compa- So it was better than David James's foxtrot, but I just was... Not emotionally involved. I mean, by t- by dance ten or whatever, you're not going to be, are you? <laughs> no. And you know, might still have been squealing a little bit about yeah. Michelle Visage. Oh, it gave me a bit of a shudder, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, that whole seventies theming and radio DJs. I know, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry, it's awful, but that is the route my brain went down, and then I was like, oh, are they trying to, like, take some of the ick out of our... Emily, you know they won't have thought that hard about it. Yeah, I mean, 70s DJs and the BBC, it's not... Exactly, it made me really not happy about that, and it made me then... the thing is about doing somebody up as a modern radio DJ is that radio studios kind of just look like rooms with some electronics in them. And yeah. it's, yeah. It could have been more anonymously themed, though. It could have still been a radio studio, but they could have not gone for the strong 70s colouring. Yeah. Um, I mean, the panelling looked like it came out of my office. This, you know, this is this is the thing, and, and it... it Put my, like my my initial thought was the boat that rocked, um, and then oh, that's a terrible film. I, Never watched that film. Well, you know, too late. I think she has. <laughs> yeah. I liked I liked the film the first time I watched it, and then Operation U Tree happened, and it got very ick very quickly. I I will say about the dance. His his moving around the floor was really good. He covered the floor with ease. His hold was a bit wishy washy, but. He is nailed on to be the destroyer because I don't think he's making the final. Uh, mm. And Diane and I, this this the VT, this entire five minutes of Devin Diane, Diane was the star of it from start to finish. Like who, being brutally honest, who is going to vote for Dev apart from maybe a few Joe Sugg fans? Because Joe's going to go, oh please vote for my girlfriend. You know he won't. No, he'll say that without saying it. Basically. Diane now has her own vlogger bounce. When we looked at the YouTube stats, mm. Saffron is leading massively. She's got like 200, 200 nod. And then it's uh, Diane. I love you said not Dev then, it's Diane. <laughs> it, it, well, look, it's, it it's is Diane. Diane. I mean, <clears throat> well done to Dev, but... Uh, he, he, I think it won't be long before he falls into dance because I just don't see where enough votes are going to come from, being perfectly honest. When I originally saw like the lineup and the launch show and everything, I, I kind of had him down for first out, and I don't think he will be now, but I stand by nothing he has personally done being very memorable. So, And it's all going to come down to Diane. Um, and if he wasn't paired with her, uh, he'd be in a lot of trouble, I think. Imagine if he was dancing with Nadia. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like a black hole of what just happened. It'd be Leonardo again, where you just go, what happened? Like, were they there? Uh, I will say, though... The thing, is, like, the thing with Lee Ryan, he is a properly weird man, and I can't believe they managed to keep that 
strapped down during his Strictly tenure. Um, and to be honest, I'm still not sure that Lee was meant to be on that show. I think he just ended up in the wrong studio. He turned up. <laughs> Fell in. Yeah. I will admit, it made me laugh last night, because I, I put out a slight snide tweet about Shirley commenting on his musicality, and I, and I said, as a radio DJ, I'd expect someone to have some musicality to be in that job, and then someone replied with, I present to you Scott Mills, and I was like, fair point. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I have no answer to that. <laughs> it's just playing records and talking in between. Dancing a cha-cha to a song that prompted squeals of utter delight until they changed the lyrics. It's Annika Rice and her partner, Kevin. So, Elliot, um, you were you were like laughing along to my uh, tirade about how Annika has to be in a jumpsuit and lowered yeah. from a helicopter. Okay. Yeah. Do you know why, why I knew that was what it was going to be? Because that's what Annika is known for, because of Challenge Annika. Yeah, that, but you're too young to really sort of yeah. feel. It was before that my truth. time. I've I've gone back and seen a few yeah. clips of it, and I today I was I was laughing at her laughing about trying to order plywood from a church to the point where she said she her phone cut out because she was just laughing hysterically. I'll link it in the WhatsApp group after because it, it's it's three minutes of gold from her. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Annika Rice just enjoying everything she's doing yeah. tremendously, even that, that thing with Kevin. Dancing with Kevin. That I will admit that their, their sort of like Baywatch run at the start made me smile. Like if you slowed that down and with their sort of like big, well, Kevin's smarmy grin and Annika's pure joy grin, it, it, it is really sweet. And she was having the time of her life. Like, and I've never seen so, someone so happy to get a three before. And she's literally said to Kevin, I don't care, it's fine. Well, he's slowly getting offended that the judges have marked him so low. And he's like, I honestly don't care. I'm just having fun. Kevin, please stop. I'm just enjoying myself. Stop it. <laughs> The um, map acting. Mm. And the shoes. I, I know that was required to unhook Annika's carabiner from the helicopter ladder. But. He's been in like eight West End shows now. <laughs> doing a bit better. That's, 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 that's a very good point. Um, cha-cha-wise... She needed to be in heels, but I'm assuming she wasn't because of the injury that she apparently got during the group dance on the launch show. Oh, my, my brain went to because of Kate's near miss last year, they're just not risking anything. I also heard that she was in flats uh, because of the height non-difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that as well, because she still looked taller than him. Because she's taller than him, <laughs> Elliot. She's she's. The math does not lie. Like, she's about half a foot taller. We than We can't him. change that physical reality unless Kevin uh, dances on a box in platforms <laughs> <laughs> in a hole in the ground. In platforms. I would love to see him try. I would love to see him try. I mean, in platforms. Annika had fun. She's just loving being on the show. You know that like it's the right attitude to have. I'm looking forward to seeing her do the ballroom next week. It made me smile. It made me happy. Um, if I was Chris Ramsey, I would be slightly offended that this scored higher than me personally. But otherwise, yeah. And she started calling him man boy to his face. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a queen! <laughs> the tweet earlier. Oh, man boy. This is this is this is like a, a series of queens. We've uh, got Mutsi. We've got uh, Oti. We've got 
Michelle, and we've now got Annika, apparently. Like, Strictly really is a show uh, about strong women getting what they want. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I will just say, about the jumpsuit she had, I would have liked to have, like, a belt or something, just because it made her look very straight, like, as a figure. And she, she's got a great figure. Let's, like, no, just, like, more power to you, Annika. She just looked very straight. So I just wanted, like, a belt or something to make her go in and out a little bit. Also, in the 80s jumpsuit would definitely yeah. have been much more singed, singed. and big shoulders. Mm. She didn't have any shoulder pads then. It, no, it was, Karen's shoulder, that's why. It, it was a bit um, pyjamas by way of jumpsuit. Anyway, um, next week, some ballroom. I'm looking forward to it. Lovely bit of Kevin magic. Dancing the quick step and missing the tender loving arms of Johnny Vegas. It's Will Bailey and his partner Jeanette. Aww. I thought he did a cracking job. Oh, me too. Yeah. But yeah. it was also adorable. And I want him in the final. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just really televisual, yeah. isn't he? He's really sweet. I thought he did well. I didn't like this routine, though. I well, think it's the Jeanette's the- choreography I have an issue with. <laughs> The main thing that is between him and a really good position on this year strictly is Jeanette's choreography. Yeah. Because it does tend to trip people up. Which isn't good on a dance show, really. I'm, I'm a bit confused about... Because also last week we mentioned about how it affects his feet, his condition, and I haven't really like looked into it further, but do you think it affects his stride? Because when he was in hold, he was taking really little steps. I was thinking... Is it just because there's too many steps or can he physically not stretch his feet out? But when he was out of hold, he was lifting his knees quite high and everything. So I'm a bit like... I'm so a bit confused about, about it all. He, he from my understanding... He talked with his ankles, didn't he? So... Yeah. From my understanding, it, he cannot... Um, uh, it, it, it restricts the amount of flexor in your muscles basically right and he's got it in all four limbs so he's not going to be able to so large steps are going to be difficult right okay because i was just a bit confused i mean he gave it a good go yeah joint problems in all four limbs yeah ow i did love a suit though i do love a purple suit that was very snazzy. yeah and you were saying elliot that pencil full of lead is quite a popular quick step song yeah. yeah it's a very popular quick step on my competitive circuit i mean my school play it quite a lot i think at nearly every comp in the last five years it's been played where i've been there and whenever it's on we are all just singing along whether we're on the floor or not we're just having a great time to the song because it's just a, such a happy upbeat bouncy song so he was on to a winner picking that well whoever gave it to him in week one because it's just so, a happy so feel good song so to do a sort of a competition style quick step you aren't just um confined to old big band songs to come up with the kind of music that you would dance to in competition so there's not really any excuse for some of the more uh obscure dance song pairings that strictly come up no no never is no because you have so no you have so many modern songs now used you know more so in latin granted i mean there are so many. I mean, you know, The Greatest Showman's, there's a song from The Greatest Showman that's been remixed as a 
as a waltz. There's been one that's now used as a samba. There's a song from La La Land that's used as a quick step. Like we've got all these like dance DJs which remix modern songs into dances that are into stuff anyway. They don't need to go to the lengths that they do, and you do just have like so many solid songs as they are, which don't need changing or sped up or slow down. It's just fine as is, which is what really With frustrates me about it strictly at times. <laughs> With my intellectual property rights hat on, because it is something I have a a, a light background in, I suspect uh, Strictly is occasionally hampered by licensing issues. Um, But that also doesn't excuse some of their choices. Who knows what horrors go on in the song choice was in the Strictly production office. But yes, Will... Very good, very charismatic. Can't wait for Johnny Vegas in the audience and the rest of the Last Leg crew. Yes. Um, long may he reign. Dancing the cha-cha and winning the surprisingly stiff jumpsuit of the week competition, it's Karim Zelawal and his partner, Amy. Amy. Amy, <laughs> I like seeing your smug face. <laughs> You're getting the ringer treatment, Amy. It's good. So she knows she's in the final and she's going to make sure she gets to that final no matter is what. Is he too good? Is he too good? Uh, maybe, maybe. It depends if he has a dip mid-season or not. I don't Is he going to Danny Mac himself? Danny Mac made the final. <laughs> I'm a bit worried that, you know, because Aston was like, and then... No, that, so, no, but that was Jeanette. That was, that was also Jeanette. Jeanette's Amy, Amy's is, a bit smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, Amy is terrifyingly intense Tense. about her desire to perform well this year. Yeah, and Karim yeah. is her chariot. chariot. I, I, I mean, would... there was definitely a bit in the VT where there was terrifying Welsh accent lady. <laughs> I mean, a bit. The, the dress was. Clearly they were going for the whole, like, car shop theme. Like, that was a very interesting dress, and I'm sorry, like, this is going to sound maybe slightly inappropriate, but where, like, in the, as we called it, the Wink Cheerio Illusions Lounge, where they cut at Amy, it looked like she just had two lettuce leaves as her top half, where the ruffle was <laughs> and the colour. It just looked like she was wearing lettuce leaves. I mean, they're... they're... <laughs> it's one yours. of your five a day. <laughs> Iceberg, Cos, or Romaine? Oh, surely you'd have to go for, like, Remain. It's got a bit more, um... Frill. I was going for structure, actually. Like, <laughs> if you get... I, I, I was just distracted by her glow-in-the-dark hair plaits. Well, <laughs> list, well, audience, if you've made it this far, please tell us what flavour of lettuce you would like to make a bra out of. <laughs> But you know when iceberg lettuce gets a bit warm and it goes a bit see-through, you wouldn't want to do it. This is why Strictly needs to be snappier. It was two hours in, dance 14, and finally I'd well, I had lost the plot by this point. Also, Len would not approve of his handspring. Len would not approve of the freestyle he did. He would have got a telling off of that. much mucking about. Um... (laughs) The 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 theming was extremely loose. Oh. It, it didn't really need it. They could have just been doing a dance themed dance. Yeah. About some dancing. I don't know whether um, I just wasn't listening, but um, it seemed to cut straight from the VT to the dance starting, and he was like cleaning the car. And was it even set up in any way what they were doing? It's just like, oh, this is this is what we're doing now. Like, 
What was it meant to be? And the song's not about cars. He doesn't have anything to do with cars and his job. He's a children's TV presenter. Do dance-themed dances more often. I I like those. Me too. I like a dance-themed dance. Uh, But, yep, we'll see you in the final, Karen, and it'll be very nice to watch you getting there. And finally... Dancing the jive and opening the portal to the Anton Latin dimension. <laughs> it's Emma Barton and her partner, Anton. Must we? Yes, he we had have one to. job. One job. And he still got it wrong with a good dancer. Emma is now um, in danger of going out next week. Why? Why? Uh, no, she's I, not. Absolutely I, not. I because think she's she is. got I, ballroom I, with her next week. Maybe that's why I made it like this, but the, the song was too fast. It was way too fast for a novice to do in week one. Um, the, the choreography was okay. Um, like what Emily said earlier, him ripping off her pity tabard thing was highly inappropriate. It would have better if she took it off herself. And who on this planet is getting hot and flustered and wants to have a selfie with Anton Dubeck? Not me. You <laughs> Quite a lot would of people. be shocked. <laughs> You're saying it was the jive for like the Me Too movement that you know she should have the tabard herself. Well, yeah, she should have at least bumped him for taking a tabard yeah. tab off. Um, so like, he ends up like ripping actually, it off her. I actually don't mind Anton's jive. It was fine. I had a big problem with the agency thing of who takes the tabard off um, because it it just again. No, knowing life as we know it now, it jars. But she she did all right. And, you know, I can only hope that Anton engages his brain a little bit and, and doesn't go down the route of sending her up the minute things don't go his way because I feel like that's what he does is, is if it's not going to go his way, instead of trying to make the best of the situation, he just takes the mickey out of it and it is you know we, we all anyone that listens to us knows how we feel about that it, it's really, really disrespectful of him um is it is it possible that he just isn't a very good dance teacher i yes. think it's been yeah it's possible because it's you know he's been you know visibly celebrating that he's got a young one who can dance oh, so grim yeah with their own teeth uh, but <laughs> With their own, yeah, oh god. Um, well, we don't know whether Emma Barton has got a you know, a she extensive a dental, she could have a bridge. Um, uh, but it's like he's forgotten to teach her, yeah. There were yeah. really horrible moments where like his back was turned and she, she was, was she was out of hold and she just looked really lost and alone, yeah. Um, I have a question about, um, you know, Shirley's critique was that her weight was in the wrong place and she was quite harsh um, about the stuff she was saying. Do we, is that a fault of Anton's there? I think Elliot would know the answer to this. Is that the fault, is his fault for not teaching her the right technique? So Shirley's critique was saying her weight was in the wrong place, she needs to be more forward and that's why her kicks are wrong. Was that, was that it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because as a dance teacher, you would tell them to commit onto the standing leg and you'd commit to them to get their weight forward as long as you keep your head up. Your, head's in the, your, your, weight, your weight for jive should be your 
to be blunt, your boobs should be forward, your chest should be out, so you have your forward weight over your legs, and your head should be mm. up. So that is Anton, because a, a novice yep. isn't going to know how to do that. Mm. Basically, you need to puff your chest out like a robin and stand tall, and that's how you keep your balance and your strength in your legs and jive. And that's Anton's fault yeah. for not saying because if I someone walked in and said, teach me how to dance a jive, they wouldn't naturally think to stand like that, upright with the shoulder square and with their chest out. They would just, you know, be quite hunched over, quite loose and bobbing about. And, you know, she was quite upright, so she was almost there. But, yeah, Anton just, you know, maybe worked on it a little bit, almost maybe just a bit harsher when her, when her frame did fall. She would know instantly to go into that position again. Basically, Giovanni is, needs to teach her for a week. <laughs> is criticising Anton's teach... So criticising Anton's teaching directly is not really going to happen. No. And no. even if it did, he would just be like, horror, no horror, 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 you should have given me better material. Um, but criticising him indirectly via giving a detailed technique critique to his partner, is that going to be effective? We can hope. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Shirley I mean, does like to do that. Because I remember with Lauren and AJ last year when she did the... When he jumped over her, Shirley made it very much about Lauren was the actual fundamental part of that and her core strength, and it had nothing to do with AJ. So she's very good at, like maybe like making a dig at the professional that they'll listen without offending them to their face directly. Oh, but I think Anton's so full of Sorry. No, I was just going to say, it's, it is just that thing of she, she uses that opportunity to give the professional the critique. You know, it's not necessarily having a dig, it's the like taking it straight down to the point of this is actually the problem. Yeah, having a dig is what Craig does, but yeah. what what Shirley does is say this is the specific technical point that cost you marks. Yeah, yeah. but the and the only person who can control that, who can work on that, is the pro. But the sad thing is, though, when the score came in of twenty three, Anton Ensley said, "Oh, it takes me about three weeks to get to that." So he's going to see this as a, as a success, and that's like the worst. Bit. It's like, "Oh, it takes me three weeks to get to this score." Yes, but Anton, you could have got so much higher if you just tweaked and changed one or two things and you know emma has the potential to be a finalist she really does she's got the look she's she's good you can see it It, it's just it's just anton putting the work in i'm I'm expecting her ballroom to be beautiful that's because anton loves his ballroom and will really work on that it's the latin that's going to cost her at this from what it looks like oh my god the rumba and i i did love her I did love her dress, but I would, did want it in a different colour. I just think it was just a bit eh, meh for, I don't know, for a jive. I just wanted it a nice, nice, bright, like, red or yellow or something. Do you want to remind people that the rumble with Katie Derham was pretty nice, but I feel like that was 95% Katie Derham? Yes. And, and did anyone spot this mythical never-been-seen-before and strictly move? It, was, it might have been ripping the, the tabard off. <laughs> it was the really, it was the really grim one where he had her gyrating into his crotch. Oh, grim! Yes. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, that, that I that, that I didn't like. I don't. I I don't need to see that on TV. That was in a. Oh, Anton, just stop. Not in a jive. Stop. Okay, here's an idea. We get Gorker in. Gorker choreographs the routines for Emma and Anton, and they just dance them. That way, Anton has no yeah. input. <laughs> That would literally never happen. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I can dream. Nice, nice idea, nice Over idea. Dead body. <laughs> it's not happening. So that was all of our dancers. Finally! Finally! <laughs> 
there's some epic table dancing going on here. And here. Uh, before, before we all run off into that beautiful night, um, we've got a bit of admin to do. We need to talk about Frocks of the Week. Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. All right, you've voted, Meg. Emily? <laughs> Luba. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Elliot? Oh, I'm stuck between two. Um, screw it, Alex Scott, but Michelle was a very close second. Vicky? Um, Alex Scott with uh, OT uh, runner-up. I'm giving my vote to Alex as well. So that is a clear lead with Alex Scott winning the first Frock of the Week. Oh, the glittery noise. I've missed it. Congratulations to DSI knocking it out of the park again. Um, So any final thoughts other than uh, do we prefer it when they do this over two nights? Given that we have to go through it once again next week, I think so. Yeah. Yes. I will admit, there for, is that. for week one, we were spoiled. The standard was actually very high. And when you look at the marks from last year to this, four acts beat the highest scoring dance from last year on week one. So it's a high yeah. standard. Ish. It is. It, kept, it just feels like a millennium. Yeah, it kept me entertained on my coach journey home. But if I was just sat at home watching it, it would have been epic. I got quite a lot of knitting done. I just want to have really strong words with Anton and Jeanette and be like, you have talent, please, please use it wisely. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, don't let us down. We were rooting for you. Yeah. One don't, thing I did don't notice... Let your, don't let your celebrities down. I did notice... Did anyone find it a bit weird that when Tess introduced the couple, they didn't cut to them in, into the auditorium and the audience kept trying to clap, wait, we don't have the filler to clap anymore, whoops. Because normally you used to cut to them for like three to four seconds stood there and maybe, I don't know, they just dropped that. I don't know if it's for the entire series or what, but... Speaking of things that have been silently dropped, couple's choice. Oh, has it? Is it gone? I've not heard anybody say anything about it. That's Please, let it, Maybe Please let it be dead. Please let it be dead. Maybe they're going to try and sneak it back in. No. But, <laughs> yeah, so maybe. So keep an eye out and see whether you hear any rumbles about Couples Choice, because I think it's gone. And I think that uh, people will only be able to skip one proper ballroom and Latin dance this year. I suspect, however, we are still stuck with the insert dance here. Thon. Of course, the thong because because, <laughs> because it it allows for a distribution of points that's largely arbitrary at a point in the competition where sometimes you just need to give somebody a kick. Yeah. Um, I have one final uh, thing to add, which was you know how last year I was I was obsessed with Ashley's Roots and I had like Ashley's Roots watch. Um, this this year yes. my equivalent is Motsy's nails. Um, I'm already obsessed with her acrylics, gunmetal grey nail thing going on, so I will be commenting each week on what she's got going on. Very (laughs) serious business. All right, so that only remains for us all to say goodnight. Goodnight, Emily. Goodnight. Goodnight, Elliot. Goodnight. Goodnight, Vicky. Goodnight, Meg. Goodnight. And goodnight from me, Ellie. This has been the Keep Dancing Podcast. 
I'm sure you're going to tell everybody about it, but I'm also sure you're going to keep dancing. <laughs>